Hey, it's Carrie here at Get Your Vibe Right, and I am out on the trail again. <laughs> and I decided I got a pretty good response from my first nature walk episode, so I'm gonna do more of these. I really like this idea of being out here with you, <laughs> having a walk on the trail, or whatever you happen to be doing right now. So I thought, I was thinking about what do I really wanna work on for myself, quite honestly. <laughs> while I'm out here today. And um, one of the things that I sort of, is an evolving healing for me, I'm gonna call it, is my, my struggle that I talked about last time I was on the trail, which is being seen and heard is difficult for me because I have so many thoughts and stories in my head about other people's judgment of me. And um, I got some feedback from the last episode that I did while I was out on the trail. And um, one of the women said, I just loved it because it was like, it was more you. She's a friend and she knows me. And she's like, you were, you were more you than you are in your videos on YouTube. And I was like, oh, isn't that interesting? <laughs> when you couldn't see me, <laughs> all of a sudden there's a barrier that is, there for a protection that is there for me when I'm out here and I don't have to look perfect to be on camera to do this. And this is not news to me. Of course, I know all about this <laughs> and where this comes from. Um, but it wasn't until a few years ago, actually, in my Get Your Vibrate membership <clears throat> that I really uncovered where this was coming from. And it came from a question that one of the members asked me, she was really struggling with guilt. Um, she was in a situation where she was here in Mexico, away from her country and her family, and her father got really ill. And the circumstances were that she just really couldn't be there to take care of him. And she felt so guilty. But the thing was, her other siblings were there. Like they were taking care of it. It was all getting done. And she's like, I don't understand why I feel so guilty. It's not as though he's not getting really great care and he has family all around him. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Where's this coming from? And I knew enough about her by this point to know that her mother had passed away when she was really young. And um, she became the, the carer for her younger siblings. And as she took on that role, that was where she received a lot of recognition from her family, maybe even admiration from other people that saw what she was, you know, what she was sacrificing in a way for her family, how she was stepping up and showing up. And so all of that validation, admiration, recognition, was tied to her showing up and taking care of everybody else. And so she could see a pattern of this in her life and how she was always the one at work like who would feel so guilty if she didn't bring a birthday cake on somebody's birthday, you know, or if she didn't pass a card around the office, or she would feel so guilty if she, didn't um, bake a casserole when somebody went into the hospital or whatever, you know, like she just had this attachment to 
showing up in this way. And I was like, oh, okay. It's because that's where you were told you had value. And maybe not in a really overt way, but certainly in a very subconscious and covert way. Not that people were intending to do it, but she was being recognized and getting the atta girls and, you know, be really being seen as a person and even as a kid when she stepped up and started taking care of everyone. And certainly that's what we want to experience. We need to experience to be part of the tribe, to be uh, loved and accepted equates to having safety and security. And um, so this is became, she was valued for that. That was her value. And as long as she showed up that way, then she was assured that safety and security, right? So um, this translates in my life in looking good. <laughs> Sounds weird, right? But the truth is, when I was little, I was a pretty cute kid. <laughs> like, look at me now. I've got this little turned up nose and these big eyes and, and you put that on a five-year-old with some pigtails. Oh my gosh. People notice. People pay attention, you know? And so I received a lot of attention for the way that I looked. Validation even though I didn't know it at the time that that's what was happening. But, you know, validation for my looks when I was little and not in any kind of creepy way, <laughs> you know, but like, for example, my my dad was a high school basketball coach and we my mom and my sister and I, we used to ride on the bus to go to games with the 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 girls. And um, the girls just loved us, you know, like, oh, come here, come here, come here, Carrie, I want to braid your hair, you know, and we got a lot of attention and validation from the older girls because we were cute little dolls, you know, my mom even dressed us up in cheerleading outfits and everything. <laughs> so, you know, we, we, I started to see my value is in being cute. My value is in how I look. And then as I get older, I become super invested in looking good because I think this is how people will see me. This is how people will value me in the world is through my looks. And of course, as I got older, the, the validation and recognition, it changed and it morphed. And I, and if you, so, you probably have this going on in your life too. And you, like me, will be able to remember distinct moments where the world reflected and validated this belief in you. So let me give you an example. Um, I, between high school and, and university, I spent the summer working on a cattle ranch. If you don't know me very well, I grew up in a very small community in Montana and we were surrounded by the cattle industry and there weren't a lot of jobs to be had. Um, I actually worked two jobs. I was a truck stop waitress <laughs> and I worked as um, kind of a ball around ranch hand on, on this ranch, um, just doing odd jobs and things. And of course I got up super early. I had a half an hour drive to get out there and I did not bother with makeup. I didn't care what I wore. I showed up to work and work hard and 
you know, muck out the barn and the chicken coop. And I, I didn't really care how I looked. And then one evening, the, um, the partner of the owner of the ranch came and said, Hey, Carrie, I'm going to throw this cocktail party. Um, and these were pretty important people who were coming to this cocktail party. They, uh, for example, oddly, ironically, and I'm not really name dropping, but just trying to give you an idea, the Teddy Roosevelt IV and his wife were there because they happened to own some property nearby. And a lot of these people had multi-million dollar ranches and were there for this special sale. And so I knew that these were important people to the, the business and in the industry. And so I planned on dressing nicely and putting on makeup and doing my hair. So after work that day, I went over to the bunkhouse and took a shower and got all pretty. And then I went to, um, I went to the main house and the woman knocked on the door and the woman came out. And the first thing she said to me was, Oh, I forgot how pretty you look when you wear makeup. She might have even said, I forgot how much prettier you are when you wear makeup, something to that effect. But anyway, I still remember, you know, I was 18 years old. I still remember, again, the world validated, oh, I'm prettier when I wear makeup. People respond to me differently. I have more value when I fix myself up. So to this day, <laughs> it's still difficult sometimes for me to go out in the world without looking good without putting on makeup without like making sure that i've got a cute outfit on and i'm all put together you know and it's because at some point well actually at many points along my lifetime i got the impression that my value was in how i looked and i'm sure that you can see this somewhere in your life if you've ever wondered why do i struggle so much with this one thing why do I have this, this enormous guilt when actually everything is being taken care of? Or why do I feel like I can't leave the house unless I've got my mascara and my cover up on? Or whatever it is for you, start to think about where in your life there's evidence to substantiate a belief that backs that up. And then recognize that as you look through your life, you have actually gathered evidence along the way to validate that belief, to substantiate what you believe, and you've perpetuated that false belief, that thought, that story, that that's how you're valued. Now, I got plenty of evidence on the other side. I just don't give it as much value. So I dated a man for a while who preferred me without makeup. It bothered him that I needed to wear makeup to go when we went out. He wanted to know that I was working towards a time when I wouldn't need that to feel good to go out into the world. And I mean, that's, he's not unique. I've had other boyfriends who could, could have cared less whether I was wearing makeup or not. And all of my friends have seen me <laughs> without makeup and they're still my friends, by the way. You know, they, they didn't reject me. They didn't judge me. They didn't write me off because I didn't present myself perfectly all the time. And so there's plenty of evidence on the other side of this 
that says, I'm not going to be rejected. I am not going to be abandoned. I'm not going to be kicked out of the tribe because I don't look good all the time. And yet, I still sometimes struggle with this, even at my age. The fact that there is a chip in me, in my subconscious brain, that worries about this, that has this as an, an illogical worry and anxiety around my life. So if you want to take a look at your life and unpack this, I would say start with something that you've struggled with that you haven't been able to get over. Look and see if you have gathered evidence throughout your lifetime that substantiates a belief that is not true. Because when it comes to value and how you are valued in the world, it has nothing to do with your actions or how you show up in the world. It has to do with who you are, that essence of who you are, that beautiful being that animates this body, <laughs> that if you want to call it soul, spirit, spark of the divine, I don't care what you call it, but we all know that there is an essence to people. It's namaste, right? The, the divine in me recognizes the divine in you. That is what your value should be tied to. And I don't want to shoot on you, but really in this world, we need to recognize that our value is innate. Our value is because we exist, that we don't have to do anything to be more valuable to someone, or we don't have to act a certain way or be a certain way to have more value in the world. Our value is simply who we are being here, being human is value enough. It's value enough for the divine, and it needs to be value enough for the rest of the world too. And if you are struggling with somebody in your life who does not value, show you value and respect unless you act or behave or, or show up in a certain way, A, try and look at that in yourself and work on that in you, but really ask yourself, is this person somebody that I need to have in my life? Or is this somebody I need to have a conversation with about this? I feel only feel valued when this is happening. Or maybe, hey, I've just recognized that I have this belief in my head that I only feel valued when. I know that maybe you're not seeing me that way, but I just wanted to let you know that's that's kind of in here and I'm working on it and I really want to get over it, but I could use your help with that, you know? Um, just like me, I could use your help with that. <laughs> I could use your help by knowing that it's okay not to show up perfect sometimes, that my message still has value, even if it's not presented from a pretty face. Uh, so, ugh. Can you feel it? <laughs> I can still feel that in my gut that it's hard for me uh, to to admit that that's how I really feel. So anyway, out here on the trail, getting real, really talking about the hard stuff. We all struggle, even those of us who seem to be a few steps ahead on the journey. 
we're dealing with our own things. So hopefully this has been of some value <laughs> to you to have you examine your life and see where you feel you're valued most and really invite you to unpack that a little bit and lean in to the idea that your value is innate. It is absolutely innate. Simply because you exist, you have value. And the more you can live in that truth, instead of the false belief that you have, the more you will be able to show up authentically. And the more you show up authentically, the more you love yourself. The more you love who you are. And the more you love who you are, the more the people around you love you too. They will reflect that love right back at you. And that safety and security that you once got from feeling you had to be or do something special to be of value is completely going to dissolve. And you will see the world reinforcing the belief that your value is innate. Once you really get this and you really start loving yourself, I promise you that safety and security will come and it won't be tied to any behavior that you have to do any way that you have to be. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining me on the trail. I am here to help you get your vibe right. So if you have enjoyed this, please join me for more episodes. I can't wait to see what we talk about next time.